You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello and welcome to The Splash. I'm John Shea of the San Francisco Chronicle and our special guest is Bruce Bochy, the legendary manager who took the Giants to three World Series championships. Bochy discusses what he has been doing away from the game, some of this might surprise you, and his thoughts on several of his former players. He also offers an all Bochy team, who plays second base, who plays center field, and provides insight on whether he'll manage again. Well, hi, Bruce. Hope all is well with you and your family. How is everything? It's all going well. Yeah, as well as it can uh, go. You know, we're all dealing with, you know, what's happening with uh, this uh, pandemic. But, uh, you know, I've been busy, spent a lot of time with the family. Uh, They're all healthy. That's good. And uh, kind of hunkered down uh, the last, what, seven or eight months like everybody. But uh, it's all good. Well, what have you been doing to get through this pandemic? Because, um, you know, you were, when you stepped aside in 19, going to go on some trips, a family gathering. Uh, I, I mean, this was part of the deal. And, you know, some travel, some family time, you and Kim, the kids and, and grandkids. But but how has that all worked out? What you been doing? Well, John, you're right. We, uh, we did have some plans and uh, we had to make some adjustments here. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, we canceled uh, about every trip we had uh, because we had to, like everybody else, though. And, uh, and so we've been spending a lot of time at, at, you know, at the house with uh, uh, the grandkids. I, got, I had my third grandkid this year. So oh, congrats. It's been a joy. Uh, yeah, Maddox Melrose, uh, um, she uh, came in this world about 10 months ago. And, uh, in fact, she's here right now. Uh, but we had a trip to New Zealand playing. We had to cancel that. Uh, or, you know, hoping to go uh, a couple trips to Montana. One was a fun trip, a fly fishing trip with all my brothers and, uh, and my nephews and uh, my boys. And, uh, and I had to cancel that. And a couple others. But, you know, hey, we've all had to uh, do these things. And uh, so I just put it off for a year. But it all started uh, in spring training. I was in a spring training too with the French baseball team. I was in Tucson working them out and we're getting ready to start that uh, the next day when they called it off. And, and so, you know, I came back, uh, back to San Francisco. Then, uh, now I'm at San Diego and not doing a lot of traveling, but I've, I've done some fun things. I've been out fishing a few times. Uh, uh, did a really, really fun thing. Uh, uh, um, with Greystone, it's and Greystone is this uh, this group, this uh, ex seal that put together this uh, fun deal. It's put you on a mission like the seals go on. It's thirty six hours, the most intense uh, action I've ever been on. I, 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 I did things I thought I never would do in my lifetime, like jumping out of a helicopter, getting uh, extracted by helicopter, things like that. Uh, um, and you do it with a friend or up to 10 people. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, 
so I did that, and, and that was a three or four day deal. Uh, other than that, though, I've, I've been uh, laying low. That is awesome. What, where where was Greystone? Where was where was? Uh... It was in Georgia. Okay. Uh, it was in Georgia, and uh, when everything kind of calmed down, and I felt like it was a little bit safer, I said, "Okay, I'll do this." And uh, and they were really cautious uh, uh, with the COVID and uh, a lot of testing. And uh, a friend of mine did it, uh, and they you. <laughs> You uh, stay in this uh, safe house, and then they give you your mission. And uh, next thing uh, you know, you're getting picked up in a helicopter uh, hovering above the timber uh, for about an hour. And uh, it's just nonstop action. And uh, um, I, I was jumping in the lake at 1 in the morning uh, out of this helicopter it, it, uh, to uh, try to rescue somebody. And that. so uh, it was really a, really a fun deal. And uh um, and I've got a couple of friends that, uh, uh, they're talking about wanting to do this. And I said, well, I, I would do it again. So when things clear up, I, I, would like to have another weekend like this because it's, uh, it's a memory, uh, you know, that I won't forget, uh, you know, you, I'm fortunate to be involved in, uh, some world series, win three of them. Uh, but this was, uh, a lot of fun too. So you did say you jumped out of a helicopter? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they, yeah, they they didn't hold back on this old man here. They they uh, they they put me uh, through the ringer here, and uh, I got captured and had to get rescued uh, by the by the enemy. It's uh, it's real, man. And, you know, at first you go, well, you know, this is a plain deal, whatever. But once it starts, man, you you fall into it. Uh, and, it's 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 as real as it can be and uh so uh enjoyed that so that's something i did do that that was fun boy and you thought uh, inserting jeremy affelt was suspenseful uh uh this is, this is real <laughs> yeah stuff. yeah what it's funny you mention that i mentioned this to jeremy because uh, you know he's retired now i said hey you know you need some uh good adrenaline uh, rush you know this is something you may uh, have interest in and uh and, uh, you know, he mentioned it, but, uh, uh, he may, he may do it. So, uh, it's, it's similar though, to bring in uh, Jeremy Affelt in the game, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, you're nervous, you're, you're a little scared and, uh, and you're worried about the uh, unknown, but you walk away unscathed. That's the bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes out good. So very, very similar. Hey, could, could you have seen yourself managing in 2020 the masks, the the distancing, the limited contact, all those protocols? Well, I mean, if I was managing, I guess I, you know, I'd have to adjust. So yeah, yeah but looking from afar, like I am now, John, and uh, watching the games, uh, I, I picked a good year. Hmm. I, Definitely, uh, I, I really did. Uh, you know, I, I really commend those guys with the job they did baseball and you know everybody uh, you know just sticking with uh, you know the rules and uh, and and getting through it. Uh, it it was good for baseball it, it was you know just good for uh, society but uh, you know the part about the game you love is uh, you know getting there early and socializing uh, building uh, relationships after the game having a you know, some fun talking about the game or telling stories, uh, just getting together and 
and uh, having a beer, whatever. And, uh, and so, you know, that would have been missed, uh, really sorely, but Hey, we all had, had to miss those things. And, uh, um, uh, but I, I picked a good year to, you know, to hit the pause, uh, pause button, as I said. Yeah. And you, it wasn't Bruce Bochy manager. It was Bruce Bochy special advisor. And obviously your role would have been much more enhanced in a normal circumstance, whether checking out young kids or, or advising, whatever, but so much of the front office and, uh, scouts and every had to kind of stay away from the game, but they did play baseball. Um, in 2020. Uh, and, and as you saw, Pence retired and Pablo moved along, signed with Atlanta, showed up in the playoffs. Posey opted out. But at the end, the, the only guys from the championship teams were Belt and Crawford. I mean, how, how strange, if that's the right word, was it to, to follow this team from somewhere other than the dugout? Well, it, it was a, a little strange, you know, to see uh, so many new faces, but uh, at the same time, you know, that's part of the game. And, uh, and I knew that uh, there would be a, a pretty big turnover uh, with the Giants. Uh, you know, this core group was getting a little bit older. And, uh, you know, one by one, uh, guys, uh, you know, start going in different directions, whether it's retirement or getting traded or uh, released, whatever it is. And uh, But I, I enjoyed watching uh, uh, the team. I mean, they really did a nice job offensively. Uh, um, I... Uh, you know, I, I just thought um, overall it was a entertaining uh, team to watch. I was glad to see uh, Solano and Yastrzemski, uh, you know, had the big years that uh, they did. And mm-hmm. it just kind of validated what they did in 2019. You know, they came into their own. Uh, it's pretty cool to see guys, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit longer uh, for guys to, you know, to figure it out. And, uh, these two guys did 19 and then come back in, uh, in 20 and have a, a big year. It, that, that was fun to watch. And, uh, uh, you know, went down to the wire. I'm sure that, you know, they're, they're disappointed. I was disappointed for them that, uh, they didn't quite get to the postseason. but, uh, um, and I wish I could have been more involved, uh, you know, whether it's in the minor leagues or going to games, but, uh, you know, we could, so, you know, that's what we did. We watched the games on TV. Yeah, and if you noticed, uh, once you left, they finally brought in the fences and made it a little easier to hit. I mean, the offense across the board was so much better. Hey, what, what, what came into belt, by the way? I mean, he, he put up some, some big numbers. He was looking for that big year, and, and it came, though it came in 60 games, not 162, but still. Well, Brandon's always had that capability. Uh, I, I think you look at some of the runs that he had. Uh, I mean, he still had some pretty good years uh, before that. Uh, uh, not, not maybe quite, uh, you know, if you look at the OPS and things uh, that he had this year. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's the case with a lot of players, you know, with it being a short season. But, you know, that's uh, that's ability that he has. and uh, But he stays healthy. Uh, there's no reason why he couldn't do it for 162 games. Uh, and, uh, that's why this man was signed and why he was given a large contract. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was happy for him. Uh, I know, uh, he got off to a little bit of a slow start, but, uh, you know, after that, I mean, he just took off and it, it, I mean, he carried that club at times. And I said that this guy has, he, he's got that ability to, to carry the uh, club at times. And, uh, he certainly did a great job of it this year. What do you, what do you see from Buster in 2021? He, you know, he took the year off. He opted out. Uh, uh, 
you know, for obvious reasons we all know about, but he, he says he's going to play uh, next season. What, and he, after sitting out a whole year, what, what do you think uh, he, he has to offer? Oh, I think Buster's going to have a really nice year this year. I, I really do. Uh, um, yeah, watching him in spring training, uh, the way he was swinging the bat, uh, you know, he's a, a, a year further away from that uh, hip surgery. Uh, so he really looked healthy. He was firing the hips, uh, uh, letting the bat go, driving the ball uh, the way mm-hmm. he did. Uh, he came up and, uh, and you know, he got a, a pretty good break this year when he opted out. So, I think he's going to come back even hungrier. I know uh, from what I've been reading, he's been working out hard. And uh, so I really expect Buster to, you know, to have a big year and, uh, and, and be back to uh, his normal form. Yeah. He was smoking the ball back in February and March. And, you know, it's the 10 year anniversary of that giants first uh, championship. It's not quite uh, 2021. We're speaking at the end of 2020 and, you know, your first world series title, what, what might be special about that one compared with the other two and um, maybe your biggest memories from that first year? I imagine the first is the sweetest. Well, you know, you're probably right, John, when you, when I try to compare them, it's probably the, uh, my, my favorite because it was the first one. Uh, it's what you dream about. And, you know, I'd been in a couple uh, world series, uh, one as a player and, uh, in 98, uh, when the Yankees beat us, but, uh, this was the first one, uh, uh, for me personally, uh, and for a lot of guys and for the, the fans in San Francisco is first one, uh, that the Giants got there. So there's a lot of reason, uh, this one was so special. And, uh, I'll never forget going to that last game. I didn't sleep the night before and, uh, uh but I had Lincecum, uh, going, so I should have slept fine, uh, to be honest, but, uh, um, anyway, when we won it, it's, it's, it's just a moment that, uh, you're stunned for a second. You can't believe it's over. And, uh, so we had a couple of the nice zoom reunions, uh, that I enjoyed, uh, rehashing stories with, uh, you know, some of those guys, uh, um, but you know, it's a ring. If I wear, you know, the world series ring, I probably wear the first one more than the other two. But then again, I look at the other two, and there's so many uh, special uh, things about those two, too. But uh, I think you're right. The, the first one has a, a, probably just a bit more meaning. Yeah, and that championship run, three over five, started with Lincecum's, what, 14 strikeouts, two hits against uh, the Braves at the ballpark, and, and ended with you bringing Bumgarner out of the bullpen midway through the final game in, in 14 to close out that epic world series performance by him what, what what is the one big memory from 12 and the one big memory from 14 i i mean is it obviously that Bumgarner is 14 i mean is there anything bigger than what he did no yeah. no i think look at 14 it's all it's all Bumgarner. i mean there were, there were guys that did some really good things i mean our pitching was unbelievable uh, mm-hmm. but you know as far as uh um you know the best Postseason performance ever, I think, in a game. Uh, I think we saw uh, by Bumgarner and, uh, and, of course, what he did in uh, Game Seven. Uh, um, but really, all the other games, the wild card game. I mean, it's it just unbelievable what what that man did. And uh, but um, twelve, I, I think you look at what what we had to go through, uh, uh, you know, to get there. And you know, that's 
there's so many uh, big moments in, in, in that one too. Uh, I know the World Series, we won four straight, but before that, it wasn't so easy. We'll be back with more of Bruce Bochy right after this quick break. Well, I was thinking of something fun to do, if you don't mind, like an all Bochy team uh, from your San Francisco days, uh, you know, like picking a player at each spot. And that's not to say uh, the runner up is any less qualified, but but if I could go around the horn, you, you game? Yeah, I'm game. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking I'm probably going to maybe, I hope I don't leave somebody out or hurt some feelings, but uh uh, I think I'd be close to what the fans would say or maybe yeah. what you would say. Well, in left field, it was either Bonds or Connor Joe. I'm not sure which. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, I was, you know, hey, I, I was glad I had a year with Barry Bonds. I really am. I, I really uh, admired how Barry went about his business. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, I had a pretty good year that year, too. So we, oh, yeah. I think we start with Barry. And then uh, is Penson right? Yeah, Randy Wynn. Um... Yeah, I think I'd have to go just because you know I had more time with Hunter. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd give him the edge over Randy. Uh, uh, one of the best teammates uh, um, that you could have was Hunter. But I tell you what, Randy Wynn was was right there with Hunter. He's very positive. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he was a really uh, great guy. Well. Um... In center, any number of guys. I mean, you had Torres in 10, you had Pagan, uh, Blanco did everything. He was great in center field. Freddie Lewis you had earlier on. Um, is there somebody? Yeah, I'm thinking to make sure I don't leave somebody out. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I probably would give the edge to Pagan. Okay. At just, uh, you know, Blanco, I mean, and Torres both. Uh, I mean, they were just such good players, and they, they gave you that uh, versatility. Uh, but we were a different team with Pagan. I'll never forget when we lost Melky Cabrera because of what happened. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, Pagan kind of took over. Uh, he kind of led the way there. and uh, He he brought a, a, a good attitude, I think. Uh, he, he just had a... You know, uh, play to win mentality that uh, I love, and not that the other guys didn't. But close call, but I probably lean towards Pagan. Yeah, and um, I, I think Freddie Lewis probably played more left. But um, the infield is there somebody who would unseat uh, Pablo and Crawford and Belt? I mean, I think Pedro Feliz played a little third. Uh, Omar a couple of years at short, and of course Aubrey at first. Uh, uh, and then Posey behind the plate. Are those uh, are those your picks at those spots? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I you know I thought our picks would be similar. So I, yeah, no, that's right on. Uh, you know, I had uh, I saw this more time with Crawford. I mean, yeah. uh, um, couple of guys I should mention that if we if we're gonna put the bench in there, I would mention that's Renteria and Uribe. Ooh, but, yes. Uh, yes. But as far as the cool. starters, I I think you got the starters for me. Now, second base is tough. Uh, you had a different guy every year in 10, 12, and 14, and other guys before that. But, uh, you know, you had Sanchez, you had Scudero, you had Panic. Is that is that a pretty tough call? Oh, boy, that, <laughs> it's a real tough call, I tell you right. what. Yeah. Uh, you know what? 
I think, and I, I had the most time with Joe Panic, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I am hedging here a little bit because I look at one guy that changed our team more than anybody though when we got him. That was Scudero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, guy hit what three sixty fours. I mean, it, I mean, he was such a shot in the arm, uh, and Freddie Sanchez did that. He he dealt uh, with some injuries. Uh, of course, panic when he came up. You know, he made us a uh, better team and helped us win that fourteen uh, World Series. Of course, I'll never forget the double play that he and Crawford uh, turned. So, I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sit on the fence here. Scooter Row and Joe Panic picking two guys. Hey, it, is, it, do you dare pick a starter and a reliever? Oh my goodness! I, I don't, I don't, I can't pick a starter. No. Yeah. I, I really can't. I mean, every year you look at a different guy that mm-hmm. kind of led the way, and uh, you know, the the, the you know the guy that kind of led the way uh, over my tenure was Matt Kane, and then sure. of course you got to look at uh, uh, Timmy and, uh, and Baumgartner. I mean. Uh, Gosh, uh, who, who am I leaving out? Uh, well, and then uh, Vogel song came, you know, in PBA. And Vogel um, played it, yeah, uh, huge. But, uh, I mean, we won because of our starters, and uh, that, that was uh, the difference. And relievers, oh, man, my phone would be blowing up if I had one reliever. Because <laughs> uh, every year we had a different closer. So I, I can't pick one reliever. So we'll call it Affelt, okay. Uh <laughs> 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 yeah, well, we'll tell Jeremy it was Jeremy, but yeah. we, I'll yeah. get to who it really was. Exactly. Well, um, what what's next for for Bruce Bochy? What what uh, where do we go from here? You know, John, I am I'm hoping to help out. Uh, you know, we get baseball a little back uh, to normal. Uh, you know, help out uh, with the Giants here, uh, uh, Farhan and uh, Gabe and. Uh, you know, I'd like to spend some time in the minor leagues, and if I can help, uh, you know, mentor you know, some players or coaches or even the managers, help out. You know, be a pincushion for them. Uh, um, you know, I, that's that's what I would like to do. Uh, uh, beyond that, I don't have any plans. Uh, uh, don't know what's going to happen yet with spring training. You know, I'm reading that could start a little bit later, whatever, but. Uh, you know, I did hear from the French team. They're they're uh, calling me now to see if I'm still going to manage their team. I haven't made that call oh, yet. Great. But um, so I'm hoping we get baseball back to normal, where I, I can get back to you know watching the guys, getting to know uh, you know our guys in the minor leagues and uh, in the major leagues. A lot of them I don't know. Yeah, that Team France uh, cancellation, the WBC, was unfortunate. That was really going to be a re- cool family affair with with your son, Brett, pitching for the team, your brother, Joe, coaching alongside you. Woda's helping out. But, uh, well, here, here here we go, Bruce. Um, here's the question. Will you manage again in the big leagues? Uh, you know what? I, I can't say for sure if I will or not. I, I, you know, it would have to be uh, – a perfect fit uh, on both sides for me in the uh, club that uh, I would manage. Uh, um, you know, do I do I miss it? 
of, of course. I mean, I did it 25 years, and uh, but yeah, I'm not saying that uh, it's it's something that's driving me right now uh, um, that I need to get back and manage. I, I'm going to watch this year and think I'll have a you know a better idea. You know, once you know we get things a little bit closer uh, to normal and uh, kind of see where my head's at, and uh, then then I'll. I'll figure out if I want to try, you know, try to do it again. But, uh, um, but yeah, like anything, you, you don't know for sure. I mean, look at Tony LaRusso. Yeah, look at Tony I mean, LaRusso. That's a pretty good break he took. And uh, so you, you don't know. And, uh, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Were there any interviews since the end of 19 for, for a manager's gig? I mean, there was talk that if LaRusso didn't take that White Sox job, they pursue you. I mean, was there communication with, with Reinsdorf or anyone no, from the organization? No, Any interviews at all? No, no. I talked to uh, two clubs, did call, uh, and I just said, I'm good. Uh, you know, I said I was going to hit the pause button for a year, and that's that's what I'm doing. That That's after you know, the season ended in mm-hmm. the night and, uh, and uh, did, uh, you know, two clubs uh, wanting to know my uh, appetite. Mm-hmm. Uh, to manage and i just said hey i at this time i'm 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 taking a break and that was after the 19 season so right so that was the pause button and uh your finger's still on it but you might let up at some point who knows okay <laughs> but, yeah, yeah i did yeah. it i told him if i'd known he was stepping down i might have stayed but no i'll <laughs> get inside who, who's, I, who's who's that henry yeah so what about henry shulman uh bruce yeah. uh, you, uh you had him since I, 06 but <laughs> Yeah, I forgot what he said on text. Something funny. He goes, you probably want to take me in the back room and work me over a few times. <laughs> I said, no, nah, you know, you you, know, you guys got a job to do. And I, I always uh, understood that. But it was getting to the point where my first answer in the press conferences after the game was Henry. You know, that's, I start with him because he always uh, had the first question. And uh, But good for him. I'm happy for him, and, you know grateful uh, you know for him because he he uh was a great ambassador to the game uh, writing stories about baseball and uh and that's that's part of our game uh, it's a job that you guys do and um but i'm happy for him that uh, he, he's retiring on his own terms and uh he was ready to, uh, to step down yeah well thank you sir okay john thanks to bruce bochi for joining us on the splash and thanks to all of you for listening We'll bring you more podcasts through the offseason, so please stay tuned. The Giant Splash is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Podcast producers are King Kaufman and Alan Johnson. The theme song, Batter Up, was written and performed by Lauren Gold and Ray Eastless. Support The Splash and all of our great journalism by signing up for a Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod.